Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Just wanted to, at this time, special shout out to uh, everybody that's, uh, you know, farming and working in agriculture right now uh, on the outskirts of the city and that sort of thing. I know it's a very busy time of the year. I bumped into uh, uh, Barry and Byrne last night at Pub 1905 and uh, certainly can appreciate how, uh, what an incredibly busy time of the year it is for our farmers. I know it's sort of uh, support this show Oilers now has in the rural communities and and uh, the Edmonton Oilers, it's never lost to them. I think 30 to 35% of the season ticket base actually comes from outside of uh, the Edmonton and surrounding areas. All right, guests in the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow the sizzle to 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Chris, Brendan, and Chef Eltaf that Oilers now sent you. Roos Chris is open Tuesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. until close. As we head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, and welcome back to the show. Our second straight guest from Toronto. I don't know if he's got the orders uh, having the best percentage chance of winning the Stanley Cup, uh, but he is one of the most recognizable sports media figure, uh, figures in this country from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Century Casino. Every day is a game day at Century Casino Sports Bar and Lounge. Head to Century Casino, 131st Avenue in Fort Road. We welcome back to the show Ron McLean. Hello, Ron. How you doing? Bob, I would probably head to Century Casino and bet on the Oilers for sure. Uh, and I don't have the metrics, uh, but I do have the eye test. And as we all saw yesterday, the eye test may, may trump analytics. But they, they, you know, we saw them uh, Friday night together in Calgary. Yeah. Kind of cool. It's weird. I walked over, you know, there's a kind of a trestle across center ice. Beyond the scoreboard, you can walk across to uh, yes. Peter Maher Press Box where you were situated with Jack Michaels and had a great conversation with the, the two of you. It's uh, funny. We caught you. It's the intermission, and I'll let the listener in on this secret. Here he is covering the Battle of Alberta hockey preseason game, and of course, on his laptop, he's watching university football. <laughs> he's, he's not, you got a chance to do that, right, Bob? You just, you just outed me to all of our listeners. I know, I'm sorry, they but think you I got the greatest the job as quick as you could. But I, and it was really funny, Bob. A lot of things. Uh, I go two nights later to do a roast in Okotoks for Western Canada yeah. Scouts, and the first thing that somebody says to me, "Hey, Ron, we're having the 40th anniversary of the Calgary." Dinosaurs Vanier Cup in '83. Greg Mavrick. Yeah, exactly. I, I had a buddy, uh, Colin Sheedy, who played on that team, and his daughter Michaela sings the anthems at the. In fact, sang it that night. Yeah. You and I were in Calgary, uh, but it was funny to walk across and kind of uh, admire the rink because it's where I got my start. And the sight lines are great, as you know. It's 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 dilapidated and it's got to go. And I'm great that Calgary's got the new rink and. 
Anyway, that was neat. And then a couple of things about that night. Uh, one, as you know, Michael Backlund has scored to seem to make it a fait accompli to nothing Calgary. We can all go home. Yeah. But it's goalie interference. And Jack Campbell had been sensational. Uh, so they pull the uh, Jack for the extra attacker. And I'm looking down. I wonder who JL choose. And, you know, it was Vincent DeHarnay who bolted onto the ice as the extra attacker. And he went straight to the front of the net like Larry Robinson used to do for the Montreal Canadiens. You get a big man. Even Chara. They used to do it with Steno Chara in Boston. He went right streaking to the front of the net, and he created the screen that allowed Dylan Holloway, who had been lights out all night, to score the tying goal. And then the Oilers win to send the Calgary crowd home unhappy yet again. And the other thing that kind of I observed there, we, you and I have been talking off the air about Jack Campbell and how will he do yes. this year, and you cheer for him, of course. And he has had two great road starts. He's an unbelievable road goalie, so I don't know if he'll get the cracking game tomorrow night, but uh, he was stellar. Yeah, I know there's no quite. Well, it was great seeing you there. Yes, I was uh, sneaking a peek on the Golden Bears and uh, Regina. The game ended with Alberta scoring a touchdown off a Regina onside kick as Regina was trying to get back in the game in uh, sugar time. The Bears are 4-1. and one. Uh, They've not won more than four games since I did their games in 05-06 with Blake Dermott when they went 7-1 and one in back-to-back years. Well, they're going to do it against Saskatchewan in whatever number of days it is. Yeah, it's a, hey, there you go. It's uh, yeah, it's going to be on the 14th. Actually, it's the day we play Vancouver in the return engagement. Cam Moon and myself, who you spent some time with down in Red Deer at the Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament, uh, we're we're going to be going to that game uh, during the day. Uh, the orders, it, 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 there, there's so much to hit on there, but the, you know, the Jack Campbell story is it's becoming really interesting. Because to me, Ron, and I've obviously seen him in practice and watching him in games, he looks bigger and less busy in goal. And I like that combination. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, I heard John Shannon and you discussed that too and how in Seattle, you know, his the way he played was more important than the result. And and I had said to you, some of the folks that I know down around Ontario who'd skated with Jack said he's still the acrobat. Uh, but John liked that. He liked to see him use his athleticism versus just uh, trying to do the positional thing. Whatever it is, he just looks totally in command in the two starts that I've watched him. He, he's been everything that, you know, he is at his best. And you know, we've always said he's one of world juniors. It's not like he doesn't know how to win. Um, but it's now, you know, the, the next test will be just, can he do it at Rogers place? Cause that's a, a little bit of the crosshairs for, for Jack. And I, it feels like, you know, everything we've seen says he will. You know, what's interesting, Ron is, is Connor McDavid goes out of his way to include Jack as part of their leadership group. That's right. And they love, yeah. they love Skinner. Like 
uh, Stuart Skinner is the most chill goaltender you've ever met. Like he just does not get flustered. He doesn't get you know. I'm he could back it up. Like he's a big goalie. He's six, he's all of six foot four and two hundred and twenty pounds. But he's he's fairly calm. But the guys are really like it, and it, it sounds a little bit. You know, like, oh, Stauffer, you're, you work for the club. But I'm telling you right now, the players in this team really, you know, they're really cheering for Jack. You know, they wanted Jack to come in. He committed, and they want to see him gain some traction here. And you've talked about uh, the adjustments they're making to zone coverage and their neutral zone and all of that. Uh, you know, so that'll help the two goalies as well. So it looks like they're, uh, you know, their defense is so good right now that uh, I, I think they're in a – and I, I was impressed. Arnie had one giveaway in the game that yep. night, but I really saw his game as important. And if he can – establish himself as a huge presence uh, that's just another dimension plus it adds that sandpaper that you also think you know is going to be necessary come playoff time so yeah you what i've a, seen is good you gotta have a little bit of it. just a, a little aside we haven't really brought this up on the show yet today but uh i should mention uh matthias heckholm still is not skating with the main group uh, and brett kulak has not been on the ice the last couple days with his teammates mm-hmm. i still think Eckholm is tracking uh to play one of the two games next week against the Vancouver Canucks, either the the season opener on the Wednesday on NHL Hockey and Rogers, or for that matter, uh, on the home opener on the Saturday night, the return engagement against Vancouver, also on uh, the Oilers Radio Network and NHL Hockey and Rogers. But I'm going to have to ask about Kulak tomorrow because he has been away the last couple of days. Uh, You brought up Larry Robinson. It's crazy how power plays have changed, right? Like The the Canadians used to run... They used to run 3D on that power play. They had LaPointe, Savard, and Robinson as the net front. That's right. And and obviously Lafleur was the shooter. And now we most efficient power plays in this league... You know, run four forwards and 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 one D man. So they have a completely different look today, isn't it interesting? Well, Scotty Bowman always felt he wanted his good hands down around the net. He didn't want to use a forward on the point on the power play. And now most power plays are driven from the flank as opposed to out at the point anyway. But uh, yeah, it, it's changed uh, as you you were discussing. And I I know they're going to try and focus on defense, but. I just look at Edmonton with Connor Brown there, who's uh, just an amazing, you know, Mike Babcock, when he was in Toronto, loved uh, Brown. He said he was our best player at training camp. They had to send him down to the Marlies where he played for Sheldon Keefe. And when he came back up with Toronto in 2016, he was, uh, he was so was Zach Hyman. They had uh, two of your Oilers who played in Toronto there that year were absolutely adored. And Brown is such a great story because he was, Sherry Basson discovered him for the OHL in Erie. He went 251st overall in the old draft, 13th round. And he saw something in him. And then Toronto scout Dave Morrison saw something in him, got him in the sixth round, 156th. And and they all, you know, they know his elite vision. You know, it's such an important thing. When you play with a guy like Connor McDavid, you have to have the same kind of vision. Same with Curry and Gretzky. You know, Yari could figure him out. It's so hard for guys who are playing with these supreme talents to play the mental game with them. And that, that Connor Brown indication, you know, I know it was a, the third string Calgary team, but I just think, you know, you had Evander Kane healthy back in the lineup. You said Bouchard's changed the power play, <laughs> made it even better, and he looks great in preseason. So I don't know that they'll beat the numbers last year, but I think they'll be very close. Yeah, I think the plan, I think the hope is, you know, Ron, they can maybe shave 30 goals against off during the regular season. Yes, and yeah. that that's obviously priority number one. Because, you know, thinking about that Vegas defense again, we talked about it uh, at nauseum. The other thing about Vegas is they led the NHL 
NHL in road games uh, without regulation losses. They even beat Boston. They only lost seven times in regulation on the road. So yeah. that's points in, you know, 35, 36 games. And that that's an important thing is, uh, you know, ride your defense because it'll help you on the road. Yeah, it's funny because the Oilers won in Boston last year too, and it was just a horrible game. No tempo, no pace. Here you have the two teams with the best goal differential in the NHL last season. And neither team got it. It was just an odd hockey game. Sometimes you get great games where teams are going back and forth. Let me ask you this about Calgary. Uh, I think the Flames are going to bounce back and be. A, you know what? Like people forget, Daryl Sutter's team finished 16th in the league. They finished ahead of Florida. Ron, do you think that great. they? You know, I think they're a 44 to 48 win team all day. They got strength down the middle with uh, Lindholm and Kadri and and Backlund, who's been terrific in his career against Edmonton. Uh, how do you see the Flames? Well, Sharon Govich did not look good in the Friday game that you and I saw, and and they're trying him with Lindholm. That's one of the question marks. Is Elias Lindholm was so good, obviously with Kachuk and Gaudreau. Uh, can they get him sorted back out? And is he out of sorts? You know, without a contract, and if if they start to look at uh, going with uh, Vladar and Wolf, I don't know that they would. But if they ever decided that that's where they can make a move, is move Markstrom. You know, they they might be taking. They've made Backlund the captain, so. I mean, I sort of th- saw the Swedish core of the team as, as leading them out of the... I thought they were going to get Shillington back. Uh, there's still question marks, but I, I do agree that, you know, Kadri is a, is tremendous and Backlund is tremendous. So if, if they have those two and they can get Lindholm back on track, that gives them that three up the middle, which is, is critical. So they should make the playoffs, but there are some questions. Yeah, and it's, you know, you guys have got the, the, the Flames regional rights. You've also got the, the... And I realize you're mostly involved in the national package. we got the Canucks regional rights as well. And I think, like, you look at what Rick Tockett did there... But then you start thinking about it. Well, wait a sec here. They took a huge step forward with Boudreaux in the second half after they got rid of Travis Green, too. So for yeah. two years, and, and I wonder a bit about that, Ron, only because I kind of watched that happen with the Oilers, where the Oilers right. would get off to crappy starts, and then there's no pressure, and they'd play, you know, over the last 55 games, you know, 550 to 570 hockey and tease you. What do you think about Vancouver? Yeah, I have a, you know, the, the, the one thing they have had is Thatcher Demko to me is one of the premier goalies. You know, I would put him in the top three. Uh, so they, they've got the goaltending. They've got, uh, they're going to obviously try uh, rotating five or seven defensemen and play different guys with Quinn Hughes, which sounds a little bit odd, but, uh, you know, it, it is done by teams like Tampa have won Stanley Cups going 11-7, and seven, and certainly the Oilers have done it, so it's not out of the realm. Um, I love Elias Pettersson as a, you know, a driver of offense, um, but there, you know, it just doesn't seem to be enough uh, for Vancouver to make the playoffs is, is kind of how I see yeah. it. So you got L.A. and Seattle in? I do, and they need a Vancouver needs a good start. That that's absolutely critical, you know, to see what happens with them. Is uh, how do they do out of the gate? Uh, will tell you a lot. But yes, I do have Seattle back in. I, I like LA. I was telling you, Quinton Byfield caught my eye at a charity event this summer. Not that that means a ton, because I'd also heard that Jack was struggling, and he's absolutely brilliant. So, um, yeah, it, you can't put too much stock in what you see in the, the morning glories. But I do like them, and uh, I think it's going to be a challenge for, for the Canucks. I think uh, what's interesting with Seattle, what we noticed there Monday, is how they have a really – like New Jersey has a really fast, quick team. And you watch Seattle, and, and Seattle maybe doesn't – I mean, Beneers is a first-line guy. But they've got, they've got a lot of really good top nine forwards. And they can skate. They're quick on pucks, and they play a fast game. 
And it was a total adjustment, I think, for the Oilers. Uh, you know, McDavid and, and Drysaddle and Hyman played on the same line together for two periods in Seattle. And Calgary brought a heavier, slower team, um, AHL lineup. And I, and I think there was a bit of an adjustment there for both the first half of the game. But I, one thing about Seattle, Ron, Seattle can skate. Like, that is a fast, quick team. Well, it was interesting. Paul Maurice was talking about Sam Reinhardt on his team in Florida and compared him to Ron Francis. He said he's the closest thing I've seen in the NHL outside of uh, Francis himself to that kind of a thinker. And I had no idea. It kind of makes sense because his father obviously is a great player and three of the boys played in the show. So, But that was an interesting observation. So you got Francis who knows, uh, you know, he's a kind of a academic academic rather and and then Dave Haxtall former Red Deer Rustler captain of the Red Deer Rustlers who's their coach um, they've got a really great brain trust uh, guiding that squad so it's no surprise to me I, I think back to when Badger Bob and uh, Pierre Paget were kind of breaking new ground with the college approach in Calgary back in the 80s when I broke in Calgary had Eddie Beers out of Denver Colin Patterson Clarkson all these guys Mike Eves Wisconsin Jamie McCallum was Ohio State Bozak Northern Michigan so you, you had that core of uh, guys who are like-minded and that approach seems to be what Seattle's got that also, that misfit thing that Vegas had going on their first year so they, they're proving something and they're getting, a, I think, a great education in Francis and Haxtell. What do you? Uh, what, what sort of impact do you think Shane Wright could have for Seattle this year? Because I think a great impact, yeah. yeah. I, you know, that I watched that team uh, so Cole Perfetti, uh, I watched the OHL Cup when uh, there was a number of guys that, you know, w- would go on to the NHL. Um, Othman, uh, I, I just think Shane is, uh, I mean, Francis, it's good that they're taking their time with, with Shane. Uh, we've seen just so many examples of uh, people thrown to the wolves, uh, and, it, and it's just not a great idea. It's, it is a good thing to go down and uh, cut your teeth with uh, some veteran players who can teach you a few things and learn to be on your own. And so, I don't uh, think it's a problem at all that they've they've taken their time with Shane. I think it'll be a, a good thing for him. But I've also watched them. You know, they were down in the OHL Cup. Uh, their team was down, I think, three goals, and they rallied to win it six to five. So, and you know, I saw what he's done at the World Juniors. I was so impressed with Dennis Williams. It's funny he had Connor Bedard, uh, of course, was the glue guy for our World Junior Championship last year. But in that final game, Shane Wright was uh, or maybe it was the semifinal, it was the semifinal against Slovakia. Shane Wright had suddenly come you know, to life and I wondered when they started the overtime would he start Wright or would he start Bedard? And he did start Bedard who was with I think Stan Coven. Yeah. Uh, and that was a big decision by the coach Dennis Williams. But by then it was clear Shane Wright was coming on and in fact, Dennis Williams flew from uh, Vancouver with Shane Wright on the way down to their uh, Camp. They they met in uh, St Andrews by the Sea, New Brunswick, is where they had orientation camp. Yep. And he he spent the whole flight through Toronto and on uh, with Shane Wright and spoke really highly of him. So it'll come. He'll be there. All right. One final one for you. Look, I know uh, you, you we've talked a lot about the Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament with Terry Lowell and folks down in your yeah. old stomping grounds in Red Deer. But excluding that event, was there a stop in your you know in your tr- in your uh, travels this summer? And I, I, it's hard yeah. if you only pick one, but was there one or two memorable uh, locations you can maybe educate our listeners on where you had a real uh, a real fun time? 
Well, I did have fun. I was telling you when you were out in the Okanagan for the prospects, I was there for uh, an energy sector event, and I, Brett Wilson was hilarious. Can't say anything that he said there, but I, I did say, you know, that was the week uh, that I'd seen the movie Oppenheimer, who invented the atomic bomb, and Brett Wilson invented the F-bomb. Which was, so that was one of my highlights. But for sure, uh, I would say also down here in uh, Ontario, Adam Graves, former Oiler and uh, Stanley Cup uh, champion there. And, yeah, part of the kid line, amazing. So he has a uh, charity called Smile Zone and did their golf tournament at Lionhead. And he honored Angela James, made her an honorary ambassador for the Smile Zone charity, which puts uh, places in hospitals or healthcare centers where kids are going through something uh, to brighten the place, uh, give them interactive things to do. And, uh, yeah, that, that would be one that stands out is, is gravy. Well, uh, hey, if you're doing it for the energy sector, this show is called Oilers Now. Our team is called the Oilers. I think you know my stance on oil and gas. We're yes. all on board with that, so it's awesome that you were part of it. Ron, we love having you on the show. Thanks for joining us here in Oilers Now. Same, Bob. Talk to you next week. You bet. There you go. Ron McLean from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Ron's appearances are brought to you by Century Casino Edmonton. Every day is a game day at Century Casino Sports Bar and Lounge. Head to Century Casino on 131st Street and Fort Road. I want to mention to you at this time, while I have the opportunity, when we talk about Brent Ridge Ford and President's Awards for customer satisfaction, the fact is they offer full transparency and they look after their customers after the purchase. Another big factor in their success of Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin, stability. They've had the same owner since 1987. The parts manager, Ricky, started in 92. GM Rich started in 94. Service manager, Kevin, in 98. Um, sales manager, Chris, who is unfortunately a Flames fan, he started in 99. Uncle Milt is the rookie? How is Uncle Milt the rookie on the management team? He started back in 2002. And Johnny has worked his way up from washing cars to AGM. Tells you everything you need to know about uh, Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. We'll come back. We'll pop in a couple texts. Get to the Oilers Now injury report. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you. 553 in Edmonton. Yeah. We're going to be in Nashville with our Oilers Now roadies in about a week and a half, but you can join U.S. Travel for an exclusive road trip to Montreal to watch the Oilers play the Canadians Saturday night, Hockey Night in Canada. It's going to be awesome. This package includes airfare with Porter Airlines, three nights deluxe hotel, downtown Montreal, private suite tickets with food and beverage, a welcome reception with yours truly in Edmonton and in Montreal with special guests. Experience the incredible hockey history in Montreal this January to be a part of uh, this awesome Montreal road trip called New West Travel. Go online at newwesttravel.com. Uh, Oilers Now Injury Report brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the gang of James H. Brown, big supporters of the Edmonton Oilers, the Edmonton Elks, and the Alberta Golden Bears. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Kulak not on the ice today, nor was Matthias Eckholm. Bob, uh, Dom was talking about analytics. Where did they get the Blue Jays from Jimbo? Texting us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Brendan Escott, what was worse, the analytics decision to pull the starting pitcher out or Vladimir Guerrero Jr. getting picked off at second base? I, I think you're paying Jose Barrios a total of $131 million to do a lot more than that. I, I don't understand this. We saw it a year or two ago with Blake Snell, Tampa Bay Rays doing the exact same thing. Uh, they didn't have analytics 50 years ago, man. Sometimes you got to trust your gut. And uh, I think the, uh, the reluctancy to do it in that situation we've now seen a couple times cost a couple different teams hurts a lot when it's Canada's team.
Here's the thing with Guerrero, and because Bichette, I think, had a decent series at the plate. Your, your best players need to come up big come playoff time. You, you want to know the difference between the Oilers and the Maple Leafs? Just look at the point totals the last two years in the playoffs for McDavid and Dreisaitl versus Matthews and Marner. Okay? Connor and Leon lead the playoffs combined in the last two years, and it's not even close. They're dug in. The best guy, you have a chance to win. When you have star players and they're dug in. Edmonton star players are dug in. Brendan Escott's dug in for the second hour of this show. He's got Louis DeBrus coming up and Ian Herbers. Uh, Reed Wilkins will swing by as well. We'll head off to a Global News Weather Traffic Update with Randy Kilburn. And then Brendan will guide you home for the final hour of Oilers Now.